Can you recite the alphabet, please? Forwards or backwards? Forwards. A, B, C, D. Because when you get when you get passionate, you lean in. Yeah. 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 You just (laughs) gotta work on not leaning in. So I just need to be consistently the same distance. But now you're further. Are we recording this now? I never know when you start. All right. Welcome back to a small amount of drama. We are trying to figure out the correct distance (laughs) for us to talk because in our last episode. Rachel had to do a lot of work to edit. I yeah. sounded excellent. She sat too far away. It's her yeah. fault. She's going to pin it on me. <laughs> but we hope you had a great Thanksgiving. That's true. This will be released after Thanksgiving. So hopefully you had a great Thanksgiving. We are recording this before the first episode even launched. So if you sent us an email. We haven't seen it yet. We are literally time traveling right now. Yeah. So don't worry. We're not ignoring you. Maybe we are. We will read it. On the next episode, unless you sent something gross. Like, sometimes I just get a weird message. <laughs> then maybe we'll read it, and then we'll and laugh. Then people are like, why don't you ever respond to my DMs? And I'm like, because you <laughs> literally curse me out, or you literally say, like, the weirdest things. But if you, sent a normal, if you sent a normal email, we will get to it. Yeah. Although, I still don't have admin rights to the email, so I'll never know. I'll well, never see it. We've li- There's no reason to have it right now. <laughs> That's true. So happy Thanksgiving, post-Thanksgiving, pre-Thanksgiving for us. Yes. Hope it was great. I personally am excited for mine. I'm going to look forward to them. Yeah, the reason we have to pre-record like crazy people is because Anna's leaving again. She leaves. She goes out of town. I do this weird thing where I spend the holidays with my family. I know it's like really weird and most people don't do it, but I do. Yeah, it's really unfortunate because she's gone like every single holiday and like the two weeks before and after that's not so she's leaving today's wednesday and she's Mm -hmm. leaving friday saturday oh changed i told you that she's leaving saturday for the whole week thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and then for christmas you're leaving like what two weeks before christmas no you said that you said you're leaving the 18th so i you want to know how much a flight costs to Atlanta? Because that's why that was talking about that before. I have to go to, I get to go to Atlanta to graduate. So I'm going there the Thursday, two Thursdays before Christmas. Because Christmas is on a Saturday, I think. So I graduate Thursday. Then I have a wedding on Saturday I have to go to, get to. And then you uh, get, yeah, correct yeah. yourself. You get to go to. Yeah. And so I get to drive have to, this is a have to, drive all the way down from Atlanta, take a pit stop in Citrus County for a wedding, and then go to Lakeland, and then drive down here to get my car to drive right back to Lakeland for That sounds Christmas. fun. Yeah, I'm very excited for it. You go to like 1,500 weddings a I year. I know. <laughs> it's all those friends you in have. In August, I was like, oh, I'm done with weddings for the year, and then four more happened before the end of the year. I just got invited to another one on January 1st. And how, how much 31st. do you shell out per wedding? A million dollars per wedding. It's got to be at least like 200 per wedding. It de- it and if depends. you're in the wedding, it's like oh, three, yeah. four, in the wedding, It's a whole other thing. How many weddings have you been in? At least five. 15. I think five or six. Mine was one of them. That's true. That was me, my most recent, I think. Really? No, that's a lie. That was two years Actually, ago. That is a, a lie. Anna was the also the wedding planner <laughs> she was the day of coordinator yeah at that have, time i had so much experience i was like my fourth one so i, I like, didn't have a day of coordinator which was the worst decision of my life i do not recommend 
but Anna came through. She organized everybody. I just did what I'd already done before. Yeah. Always a bridesmaid, never the bride. <laughs> Twenty seven. Movie dresses. about that. There's a movie about that. That's the joke. <laughs> so yeah, Christmas and New Year fall on a Saturday this year, which kind of sucks for those of us who work. work. <laughs> because typically, what we do at our company is we take the twenty fourth as a half day, and then we have off the twenty fifth. So the perfect situation would be. Christmas is on a Friday, we get half day Thursday off Friday, and you have a three and a half day weekend. But now we just get the 24th off, which is Friday, no half day the 23rd. Yeah. So it's just like a lame three day weekend. Yep. And it sucks. But you know what sucks? I'm lying. What sucks <laughs> worse than this is when Christmas is on a Wednesday. Yeah, because it's like the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> and if you don't have like a unlimited pto policy and you don't have pto like you just have to go to work after christmas and it sucks yeah you said you wanted to take pto even though you just started your job how are you going to manage that i mean it probably won't happen but don't you have so you have unlimited pto which is like the new rage yeah but it depends on the company you work for what that means uh most large companies that do unlimited pto it's not real like it's a way for them to not have a liability on their balance sheet yeah um that's the main reason why people do it now because it's cheaper and it's less work for the accounting ladies or men well yeah then they can just fire you and not have to worry about paying you that's the main reason yeah um then and then most people don't end up taking yeah because then you have to weirdly ask all the time to take pto versus like oh i earned or accrued this or whatever yeah so do you have to wait till like you reach 90 days to be eligible this is a this is the weirdest situation with this job benefits 401k everything started immediately so that's insane (laughs) yeah like i've never ever been in a situation like this um I probably will not take any time off that first week and just work the whole week except for Christmas Eve on Friday. So it's not a great situation. Same thing for New Year's Day too. Cause yeah. It's, Saturday, it's not Friday. the worst situation in the world. It's just not the most ideal. Anyways, that prob- you, pro- you guys probably are so bored by this. <laughs> so we're like, we hate work. <laughs> Meanwhile, you guys who are students, I asked you guys on my Instagram if you're a student. I saw that you aged yourself. It's like you get the whole month off. What are you even asking? Some people were like, oh yeah, I get December 10th to January 10th. And I was like, what the frick? Yeah. Like since when do people get a month off? We we, we never did. got, we not did. for Christmas. Yes, we did. No, we didn't. It depends on. We had finals on dep- like the 23rd. It depends. That's a lie. I vividly remember my freshman year having my Calc 1 final on December 12th, and I had it the last day for UF finals. So at the latest, freshman year is December 12th. Well, maybe it's different for the business school. No, that was the last final day. I don't think so. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I just don't recall having that much time off. But anyways. It's great. Christmas is, as a student, is probably the best time ever to be alive because you truly can't do anything. It's not enough time to get a job if you don't have a job to go home to so you just get that's not true weeks off i worked every single christmas I break said if you don't have a job to go home to so if your dad doesn't own no company, i didn't work for my dad i worked at hollister thank you very much okay well then there you go aj and i worked there together every christmas break and every summer break yeah so okay so you had they knew who you were so you could go back for like a three-week stint kind of thing yeah 
a lot of retailers do um, holiday, holiday seasonal hires, whatever. I also got a job in college. Did you know that? I did because you quit it right before we came. <laughs> I literally worked I like two knowing. shifts. Yeah. I worked at Bath and Body Works. I was so bored. It's not like I, I didn't even need need a job. I just was really bored. So, well, apparently not bored enough because you quit. But then, yeah, then I was like, okay, I'd rather just watch Netflix. <laughs> Speaking of Christmas, do you want my old Christmas tree for your apartment, or are you not no. decorating? I get a live Christmas tree every year. Not in your apartment. I did last year, and I will this year. Oh, you got like a mini one. It was still alive, and it was still a Christmas tree. You're gonna it was like get four that and again. Four feet tall. You're yeah. gonna get that again. Yeah, after I, after Thanksgiving. So you're gonna now, have it for just eighteen days. Yes. <laughs> okay, and I'll just throw it away, I guess. I I realize you think spending money on a Christmas tree is a waste, but to me it's so no. I just so. don't have the energy to do it. Oh, but I, love I it. would do it. I have I little could. ornaments to put on it too, so I have to put my little ornaments on there. Yeah, I remember. And you just put it on the floor. It was like two feet tall. Yeah, I know. I really want to get a bigger one, but I don't want to carry it up three flights of stairs. Is that even allowed? To have a plant in your apartment, probably. To have a tree, like a <laughs> big tree. I don't think they're gonna say no to Christmas trees in an apartment. Right. There's heavier things that are in my apartment right now than a Christmas tree would be. We snuck Vinny in there multiple times. That's true. Let's hope they don't listen to this. <laughs> Just kidding. There's a million dogs in my apartment. That complex. guy who's obsessed with you and your complex. <laughs> I haven't seen him in a while, which is good. It's so, funny. I really haven't seen him. I don't know where he went, actually, now think about it. But in other news, my diet is back on track. I'm... No more so, fasting or whatever it was. On, today's Wednesday. On Monday, I had a yogurt for breakfast, but that's only because I was out of bagels. So it's like fine. it's harder to have yogurt in stock than bagels. Well done for that. Well, the bagels go out of stock quick because I eat them quick. Okay. <laughs> okay. And Wait, what flavor? Yogurt. Strawberry Turbani Greek. Ooh. Pretty good. Like nine grams of protein, only like Greek four grams of sugar. So I've been told. A lot of saturated fat. So it keeps you kind of foolish, I guess. I don't know. I was still hungry, at, starving at lunch. So I got offered all. I got brown rice, chicken, beans. No, this was a Greek bowl, actually, not Mexican. I got brown rice, chicken. Tzatziki sauce. <laughs> <laughs> there was broccoli, olives that I didn't eat, and like tomatoes. It was super healthy. I so, love tomatoes. I'm realizing. Continue. Sorry. That's good. Yeah. Because you either love them or hate them. My diet's back on track. I'm trying to eat obviously more balanced and like be consistent but like we talked about the other day i'm really reliant on carbohydrates so i'm trying to introduce some whole grains instead of relying on like pure white bread pure white pasta still carbs but yeah but they're just like a slightly healthier take longer to digest and take longer to affect your blood sugar yeah yeah so trying to do some brown rice here and there maybe i'll do some like whole grain toast for breakfast get a little crazy i love a good carb but i don't want to be dependent upon a carb i was keto for a while in high school with my mom for like six months we were keto we would put butter in our coffee we wouldn't eat any see i don't want to go completely extreme like if i had to change something that seems super natural to me like creamer and coffee oh you get used to anything but the point is like it's possible for me to do that and I just have to like care enough to do it i don't really i mean anyways the point is i want to move more and now that I have my new work schedule... Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, let's dive right in. So the main topic for today's podcast is going to be 
work-life balance in general and discussing my recent change in my <laughs> in my work schedule. So if you don't know, I recent I used to work 8 to 5 Monday through Friday. So I was in the office for 45 hours a week. We need to make a distinction between the people who work 8 to 5 and 9 to 5. She like really <laughs> likes dying on this hill. I don't If you work 9 to 5 and not like 9 to 6 or 8 to 5 or Most like people 10 work to 8 7. to 5. Okay, my last job just happened to be 9 to 5 and I heard about it every single day. <laughs> <laughs> there, no, that's not true. There's a lot of people out there who work 9 to 5 legit. Like okay. 9 to 5 legit. So I just want to point out that I was working 8 to 5. That's 45 hours in the office. Yeah, you get a lunch break an hour. But it's not like you can... Anna's I don't know. Say. I don't have a lunch break now, so I can't relate yeah, to no, that. Yeah, no. Anna has the worst of both worlds right now. My point is, 8 to 5, right? What was I going with this? 45 hours in the office, 40 hours of work. So now I'm in the office. Mm-hmm. I reduced that by 10 hours. So I'm in the office from 8 to 3, nice little which is... Nice 25% decrease. Well... You're working 40 hours a week, and then now you're working 30 hours a week. Yeah, but we need to say 45, not 40, because that lunch break is, like, forced. Okay, you don't but get if a I'm choice. talking about how many hours a week are you working? 45. If lunch break was truly your time, you should be able to work 8 to 4 and not take a lunch, but it's not allowed. Legally, so that yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, if you're salary, you can do whatever the hell you want. You don't need a break. I thought legally any everyone had to, but I guess no. that's only if you're hour. No. Okay. Yeah. So, at least in Florida. But I don't know about other states. California, you probably get like... <laughs> you don't even Four hours off a day. <laughs> so, for a typical 9 to 5 person who's in the office 40 hours a week, I'm only working 5 hours less than that person. Capiche? Okay. Got it. So, my point is, like, I'm still working a good amount. Yes. But... Being able to come home at three instead of five gives me two hours to have more work-life balance, work on my YouTube, work on this podcast, and not have to wake up at 5 a.m. anymore. And I was just like, you know what? I think it's time to make a change and request a little bit. five percent less working hours. Yeah. It's bold. I like it. And it was granted. I have a good boss. (laughs) (laughs) A good boss. My friend Tess, I was on her podcast a couple months ago. Her podcast is called Busy Blooming. And she recently made this change too, where she was working like nine to five, whatever. And she asked her company if she could go part-time or work a little bit less. And it wasn't a good fit for the company, which is fine. Like it's not what they were looking for. So she looked for a different job who was looking for someone part-time. And now she's working part-time on her job and part-time on her social media. Where does she get her benefits from? I don't know if she's like a part-time employee at this new job or if she's like a independent contractor, but either way, most part-time employees don't get benefits. That's what I'm saying. That's usually a deal breaker for people in terms of going from like full-time to part-time is then people yeah, want no, of course. they want benefits, whatever. So the idea is when do you get to that point where let's say you have a side hustle you're making a little bit of money to cover your own benefits if you wanted to pay it or whatever. Yeah, and then also, like, I think anyone who's been working on something for so long, when you start to make a little bit of money, you start to think, well, how much more could I make if I really invested all of my time into my side hustle and if I didn't have to work my 9 to 5? Yeah. 
I definitely got to that point because I literally had no choice. It was either stop doing YouTube or cut back because I can't handle it or cut back at work. And I chose to cut back at work. And have you enjoyed it? How's your life been? It's amazing. So like today, I can imagine we went... you can see the sunlight. <laughs> got home at three, went to the gym from 3.15 to, or I'm sorry, got home at three, got home at 3.15, went to the gym from like 3.30 to 4.10. Wow. Got home, worked shoulders with AJ. Then I edited from like 4.15 to 5, which would be my end of my typical work day. And then I cooked dinner. I cooked dinner, right? Yeah. Took a shower, watched an episode of One Tree Hill. Nice. Off. That's what we refer to it as, by the way. Off? Off. One Tree Hill. Really? Do people say that? Define people. (laughs) I mean, I Are you the only one? No. Okay. Well, at least my off. sister and I. I'll start saying <laughs> off. <laughs> I don't, I have to confirm if that's real or not now. And now we're doing this. It's a big change. It's a good change. And then I randomly said, you know what? Let's add more to the plate. Yeah, that was on you. Yeah. I was like, let's do a podcast. I was on you. And I said, sure. I'm nothing but time. Yeah. So you work what? 7.30 to 5.30 typically. Give or take, yeah. It's the finance biz. But is camera on all day no so lunch. she works from home but it's like a environment where the camera's always on yeah which sounds weird but it's not really i mean it is odd it's definitely odd but it's not like a, we're watching you it's to recreate a trading floor environment mm-hmm. so it's not like a, they don't believe you're working type thing yeah but it's still exhausting so would you say your exhaustion levels are higher than they were when you were working nine to five I mean, yeah, the nine to five job was considerably more relaxing in terms of I didn't see anyone until I probably had my first meeting at 11. And now I have my camera on at 730 in the morning. So you're also that's working, definitely exhausting. Yeah. And you're working literally an extra two hours a day. Three if you include lunch. Right. So that's insane. I went from, if you're doing your math of like not including lunch of work hours, yeah. nine to five, 35 hours to 50 hours a week. So that 15 hour difference is almost a 40% increase of hours that I just went from working. And here I am like, la la la, yeah. working 35 hours. And so it's like, like, shut up. <laughs> well, it's, it is interesting because like it's on paper, it doesn't sound that much different. But then if you like no, do it's, the math, you're like, oh wow, that's two hours different. one way or the other can really... Yeah. And then that plus, yeah, two hours a day adds up. And then daylight savings always adds depression, but then there's like less light. So then the, the two hours you really feel when there's less light and then yeah, add on someone like your camera on. I mean, I don't know how many people work from home or whatever, but like camera on, camera off is a huge difference mentally. Like camera on, it's like you're at the office dealing with people and interacting. So yeah, like you your have social meter goes down. Exhaustion, yeah, which is like normal, but then... So I was confused at first for the first two weeks why I was so tired, but I also usually went to bed from like 12 to 1, and then now I can't because I have to be up and awake at like 6.45 in the morning or whatever. So I just started doing bed earlier. Kudos to you. I used to make fun of her for only working 9 to 5, and now... Which also I feel bad for her. Quote, in quotes, because I also was doing school. Like, no, no, all times. I know. So. I she did it all. I was just jabbing her for the work yeah, hours. Yeah, over the edge <laughs> to the other side. And now, now I haven't made a joke at all about you working twenty five percent less. Well, the thing is, I still work 
a lot. So YouTube is a lot of work. And now this podcast is another three hours a week added on. It's true. You so, elected that. Yeah. So I'm still working. It's just in the typical sense of... Which an, is great. A job. Yeah. Because I feel not, like that's the but, most annoying part is the confinement of a job. Yes. So even if you are still working the same amount of hours, the fact that it's diversified, I feel like helps. And half of it is quote unquote, your passion, I'd yeah. say at least versus what you knew to make money. So that's nice. You've done it. You're the entrepreneur who's doing their daytime job and realizing their nighttime job can be their full-time job. They just need to take the leap. Yeah. Or, well, right now it's like part-time, part-time. You're in that make it or break it time. Almost the tipping point, some might say. Yeah. But if I quit my job, then I'll just be unrelatable and no one will want to watch my videos. <laughs> then I'll have to be in all the videos. I'll make up my 50 hours I can like distribute to you. We'll say, do, do this. one work vlog a week, but it'll just be Anna. Anna's like, <laughs> but you can only film me from afar because the camera. otherwise I don't know I'm filming during work. You give away the big trades. <laughs> yeah. I definitely would get fired. A big reason why I want to keep working is because... I get a lot of comments like every single day of like, I love it because you're not just a YouTuber who does nothing all day. Even though that's the goal. <laughs> well, yes and no. So you do want to work. I do want to work. I do not thrive if I'm not busy. It's valid. But you might saying? not want the having to work. I think that's also a big difference. Having to work versus choosing to work. I also, yeah, I think also working on something you're passionate about is not the same as working for something you're not passionate about. So I agree. If you're an accountant... But okay, I was going to add a comment, <laughs> but you were going off on a story, so I was going to let you go. I was going to say, if you're an accountant, but you know, like that's not your passion, but on the side you like have a fitness business, and your fitness business takes off, you're still working, even if you switch to that full-time, but it doesn't feel like work because it's your passion. Yeah, I mean, I would also say, though, I'm a little terrified of trying to find the job that is, or start your own thing that is what you want to do so that it doesn't feel like work. Because I feel as if at the end of the day, it's always just going to work. So if I keep telling myself, well, one day I'll really love it and it will be like easy to go to and do every single day, it just, you'll never be fulfilled that way. It's what I've derived, at least, because... Yeah. I think that's true to a certain extent and I think I have a little bit of wisdom in that area when it comes to like, yeah, I I really have a passion for social media and what I'm doing, but there are days, I would say maybe one out of three days, a third of the time, I don't want to edit, I don't want to film, I'm not in the mood, I don't, it does feel like work. But even that would be more... Or like that you feel better about do, having to do that than having to go to your old 100%. job. A hundred percent. And like one third of the time being bad is better than three thirds. Yeah. If you it's really like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Finance major. <laughs> I think it's, I think we need to normalize that most people don't really want to go to work. Like that's something we should talk about and it's okay to say, yeah, work is work. It's what, it's what pays the bills. Yeah. That's why I'm scared about saying I need to, I need to be fulfilled and in order to be content, I have to enjoy work. Cause at the end of the day, I'm like, I, I will probably still view my dream job as work. Yeah. And I feel that way about social media too, especially introducing brand deals, which is the only way I'm able to cut back on work less. So, so I'm trying to balance that. So a year from that. now, you're like, Anna, 
you know that podcast that we did? <laughs> I was cutting back on my normal day job to do social media full-time and now social media full-time feels like my day job what am i supposed to say Rachel. then i'll say you're right you were right well i'm not saying i was right i'm also in the same situation so i'm not i don't have an answer i'm just wondering yeah i don't know i don't know, I don't know how i would feel in that situation i think it would be an interesting feeling for sure if that does happen and i feel like i'm just working an eight to five again then it would actually be worse because i wouldn't even have job security you know what I mean? Like yeah. I would have to like have no one to motivate me. I'm my own boss. Like no one tells me what to do. So if I just get depressed and stop posting, like my livelihood goes away. Versus if you get depressed, a lot of people still go to work. You, you can know? get away with just like doing your job. Well, you get the security of yeah. not doing your own thing. You can do the bare minimum and yeah. get by at most jobs. Interesting. Didn't think about that. <laughs> Making you reach throwing in a big negative for me. <laughs> No, I, I just feel like, because I, I have thought about this a lot, about chasing the dream job, but then I'm telling myself it's not really, like it's always going to be work no matter what, so then I should not be fulfilling myself with work, but rather why am I doing work at all, I think is the, the better question to ask. Because sometimes people don't have the opportunity to cut back in hours or don't have the opportunity to do something yeah. too. So they're in this situation where they don't have the option and it's depressing and it's not, I don't think the correct way to look at things if like, if your job sucks and you hate it, but you have to go to it because but you have obligations, you need to do it. And we're just sitting here saying, well, that sucks. Like, that's not a good <laughs> answer either. Like, no, but I think it's okay to say that it sucks. I agree, but it's not because I mean, people are disappointed by their jobs often or anything in life. But why are we going to work? Why are we doing this? I don't know how Christian I'm supposed to get on this, but that would be my answer. It's like you can be Christian on this. Okay, I think... No, I need you to be Buddhist on this. Everything that... Like, why do I go to work? It's because I think we're called as Christians to work. So I think I'm going to go to work. Regardless if I love my job or hate my job, I'm going to go to work. And that's where I'm at in life right now. And that's what I'm doing. Well, what about the the wife? The wife who doesn't work? Not she not? Work is not defined by a nine-to-five job. It's whatever you're called to be doing. So if I'm called what to be doing... What if someone says my, they're not called to do any type of work? If I were only motivated to go to work because I needed to find fulfillment in work, I would tell you I would not be working. But as a Christian, I feel it. we are called to work and everything I need to do is to glorify God. So if that's me waking up and going to work that day and then going home and doing school that night and that's what I'm doing, or if it's going and taking care of my kids while my husband goes to work, that's I'm going to do it in a glorifying manner because that is what I'm supposed to be doing. Oh, 100%. We need to be content in whatever situation we're in because we're there for a reason. You know, so we agree. Yes. Yeah. And the Bible does say that idle hands are not, what does it say? Idle hands don't produce any good works. Or I mean, something. I can attest to that. If I have too much time on my hands, exactly. I'm just thinking like, me too. And it's bad. That was me in college. And then I think about how all these things that I used to, like, I was like, oh, if I just get here, I'll be content. And now I'm here and I have time to think and I'm not content. Contentment is my greatest <laughs> idol right now, I'll tell you that. Yeah. As soon as I'm married, I'll be happy. Oh, yeah. As soon as I have 10,000 subscribers, I'll be happy. Yeah, it's never... I was like, yeah, okay. I'm all about goal setting. Don't get me wrong. But that there is a, a time and a place to be content. Yeah. Now I'm like, as soon as I have kids, I'll have purpose. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's not the solution. Yeah. <laughs> Probably don't have a kid if it's filling that hole. You know, when you get a pet, that's the only thing we can relate to right now. Like when I got Vinny, I was like, that's my cat. I was like, <laughs> I can't remember what life was like without her. Yeah. So 
that's me right now but with kids like my life right now before kids is gonna be so weird to look back on yeah you probably won't ever remember it because the rest of your life is just like post kids it's gonna be so weird and now i'm like i need to cherish this time and like Mm -hmm. grind and work i don't know but yeah (laughs) i mean to an extent you do have time to make more money now probably than when you have kids yeah so how did i manage to get my boss to approve my reduction in hours well number one i work for my dad so it's nice that's a nice perk but it was much more it was a much more emotional decision than some would think because me and my dad have gotten so close over the years of me working for him and aj worked for him for three years too so when i told him that i was asking to you know leave at three instead of five of course he was like i want you to do what makes you happy and all that but it was also like a sad part of like oh man does that make sense yeah no like to an outsider would that make sense yes i think so i think think most people would agree it's easier in a way to tell your boss something because there's no emotional connection yeah you can be friends with your boss maybe there is if you've worked for him for x amount of years or whatever but very bit it's still very bittersweet i mean it's all very new right now but it's like i really do want to work for my dad and be there and be there all day you know like a do you do you really i think you really want to have a relationship with your dad at work and that's being at work but you don't really want to work there well yes and no like i don't want to do the job that i'm doing necessarily for the rest of my life but i like being a part of the the business i like being with him i like the whole idea of it and that missing that part for two hours a day is a little bit bittersweet you know just because i don't like sitting at a desk all day doesn't mean i don't like to be involved in the business yeah you know so Mm -hmm. it's like a weird it's it's got so many layers to it and it's a lot to unpack but yeah so it was a bittersweet but he's so supportive he was he was literally like yeah i want you to pursue whatever it is and if that's what it is for you right now like i'm all for it and i was just like wow that's amazing it's a good father right there yeah truly and obviously that's not super relatable because not everybody works for your dad and you can't just ask to work less but i've been thinking about this decision for like three months and if more than that but three months is when I was like, okay, I can actually afford to do this. Yeah. Um, so then I was like debating, well, I don't want to like strain my relationship with my dad. I don't want to like, what are people going to think at the company? Like I'm supposed to be the daughter, like the, the future CEO, like all this stuff. And so there was, if I was working for someone else, I would have done it in a week or two. I would have worked up the courage. But I sat on this for but a long time. But also with someone else, you run the risk of them being less possibly accepting of the idea of course yeah like so my friend Tess yeah they were like yeah that's great for you but for the company it's not a good fit and so she was like totally that makes sense and then she looked for a different job so I think there's hope if your boss says no you can just be like okay and then yeah for another job <laughs> yes I mean I think it's like riskier in other times but yeah yeah she played her cards well yeah, and you wouldn't be making this move if you didn't have options. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you didn't have a choice, you would just keep working, and that's fine. Like, if I wasn't at that point financially, then I would just keep doing what I was doing, hustling, until I literally couldn't anymore, and then at that point, I would probably post less on YouTube. Like, if if my YouTube wasn't growing, and I wasn't making money, and I was so burnt out, I would eventually have to stop 
my side hustle or cut back. So success is not like a guarantee. This discussion is like when you are a little bit successful, how do you know when it's the right time? I think so. the answer is you don't probably. Like there has to be some leap of faith would be my guess. Gary Vee is like a motivational speaker. Do you know him? When you think of the word grind or hustle, he's like the guy behind it. Okay. So his whole thing is like, no, you need to work your butt off. You need to wake up at 5 a.m. You need to work nights. You need to do whatever you, you got to do. Work 24-7 if it means pursuing your passion and eventually your side hustle takes off. Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with that philosophy in terms of if you really wanted it to work, maybe you would have... Worked harder, yeah. I guess, but at some point, maybe the idea is just not going to work. Like, not all businesses take off. Like, Of not, course. So that's... You don't want to be ramming your head against the wall for an endless pursuit kind of thing. Yeah. That's, only, that's the decision you have to make with yourself. Like, and you have to get other people's wisdom yeah. and say, like... Yeah. Like, if I suck on camera and I'm trying to be a YouTuber for five years and nothing's working, I need my friends to tell me, like, hey... Probably don't quit your day job. Like, yes. Like, you need people in your life to tell you and to keep you real, I feel like. Yes, this is true. That's why friends are important and family or whatever. So if you find yourself in that situation where you've been working on something for so long and you're tired and you're not seeing success, ask people. Because I think a lot of us are afraid to ask for advice because we don't want to hear the truth that's true when i was working eight to five i wouldn't be able to work out until 5 45 or 6 um and it's hard because you're tired it's the end of the day my i personally get really tired at the end of the day i'm a morning person you could go to the gym in the morning i could but i don't so <laughs> the point is now i can work out at three and then continue working after my workout so as if I was working from home where you can like go quickly do a quick pump in your garage and then get back to your desk. You know what I mean? So now uh, I yes. feel yeah, like I, I have... Idolizing the work from home life too. <laughs> one other thing she likes to really gloat about. But it's true. Like I feel like it, a little bit in a way where I work from home a little bit now. Yeah. No, it's great until there's no separation too, which I think has been the other trend of work-life balance. Well, that's work, what work being a YouTuber is. You literally work 24-7 exactly. because your life is your job. So, I mean, like, there, like with everything, there are pros and cons to each. So, you might be able to go quickly get your pump yeah. if you're working from home, but you might also work till six. Right. This is something we talk about, you and I, a lot. Not everyone feels the need to do their own thing or to be, quote-unquote, successful or, quote-unquote, entrepreneur or... Some people, Yeah, some people like the nine-to-five. Well, if you think about it, most people do. Because most businesses are started by someone who's starting their own business. That would be the entrepreneur. And then it has to be fueled by the workers. I don't think most people want to work 9 to 5. I think most people have no choice. I think we always have a choice. But it's a lot easier to work 9 to 5. Yeah, you're right. We always have a choice. I think a lot of people feel like they have no choice. Or feel like I felt... A year ago where I had no choice and it didn't work out because I didn't have a choice, but I do have a choice. You exactly. know what I mean? At the end of the day, no matter what choice you're making, you are doing what you want to do. Yeah. That's hard to hear though. I know. Because <laughs> it's convicting because you're like, dang, I really want to go work out. I really want to lose weight. I really want to whatever it is, change my job. But you literally always can. You're just always, like it might not be easier and it might be harder. Yeah. But you are always, And I think a lot of people see this mountain ahead of them. When I started my channel, starting from scratch, zero. Nobody watching videos. Nobody liking anything. Yeah, to give up. That's the that's like, what we're told to do. I told myself, I'm going to work hard. I think I gave myself a year at first. I was like, I need to get 
a thousand subscribers and get monetized within a year because you need a thousand to get monetized. If I can't reach that milestone, I will reevaluate one year from now. But until I reach one year, I will not reevaluate. I will work my butt off. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. I like agree. no questions asked. I'm gonna grind. I'm gonna post one video a week at the time. That's what I was doing. I increased it to two, and it's like no thinking until you reach your reevaluation point. And at that point, if you're not successful, you get yeah it wisdom. Helps you focus yeah. for one thing, and it doesn't. I think we live in such a like a culture now where you don't have to focus that much. Everything's short. You consume like tiny little things of information quickly. You don't have to put any time. And if you fail, you just fail immediately and you're done. Yeah. If you set little goals, like, like I keep going back to exercise because I just feel like it's very relatable to a lot of patterns and habits or whatever, but it's really hard to start. But once it's, once you're consistent, it's really hard to not at the yeah. same time to stop because you're just, this is like, yeah, it sucks it's what you starting do to run or it sucks going to the gym. But once you're doing it, it's very easy to do it. Yeah. But like you said, you see the mountain, but what you did is a perfect example. You set your goal of this is what I'm going to be doing. And sometimes you might not, like you might have just not succeeded at being a YouTuber. Yeah. And so you set a goal of like, let me reevaluate here. But your goal wasn't after your first video you posted. Exactly. You have to give yourself a good amount of time to work. Just grind. Hashtag grind. Uh, we have a note here. What is the chief end of man? <laughs> that I already talked about. Okay, yeah, to glorify God. And enjoy him forever. And if we are called to work. I think it all comes down to Freud in the end. <laughs> Here's my theory. We so all you do just... think this? Or is this a joke? I need no. to know. Let me finish. We all just want to please... <laughs> we all just want to please our parents in the end. And it depends, obviously, what do our parents value? What do our parents see as success? If our parents see you being an entrepreneur as what success means if they see you being a good wife and a good mother a stay-at-home mother as success if they see beauty if you being beautiful is successful in their eyes or being an athlete i think we all at some point our core belief is i want to make my parents proud or if you don't have parents like let's say you don't know who your parents are you want to make the imaginary version of who you think they are or why they didn't, like why they are not here. Is that too deep? No, I think there is a certain amount of dogma that we get from our parents. And I think we want to make them proud. And I think that is a large motivation for why some people do it. Sometimes it's the opposite too though. Yeah, like in spite of them. Yeah, but I feel like even then you're still being controlled by your parents just in the opposite uh, manner. I don't think we should be controlled by it. And I think maybe a harder conversation to have with your parents is then... To say, I know this is what you think is, but here, let me explain to you my definition or how I'm seeing it. And sometimes that is a risk too. Like, yeah, you might say, this is what you thought I wanted to do and this is what I wanted to do. That's exactly how I felt with me telling my dad, you know, he had a vision for my life and I thought that that was what was going to be for my life too up until a certain point. And so we had to have that conversation of this is what you (laughs) want, this is what I want but there's a conflict there because I want to make you happy. I want to make you proud. And that's why it took me so long to speak up, you know? And But that, the thing is that you do talk about it because that is that is the good thing to do. Because I mean, like, yeah. I had a similar situation where I completely changed my idea of what I wanted to do. and Your parents were like, what? Yeah. And they freaked out. That. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and a part of it, like, I could have gone really south and it could have been really stupid of me to do. 
And by South, I just mean you could have made the wrong choice. I could have, I guess, not been as successful, successful yeah. career-wise if that's how you're defining success, which is a whole other thing. But let's say that is. And it could have gone south and my risk could not have paid off. And then, in theory, my dad could have been like, oh, I was right. Or yeah. I could have also done what I did, changed my career path later in life, and then been successful and then gone back and rubbed it in his face. But then neither of those happened because he just wants me to be happy. Yeah, it's easy to say when we have you great can dads. Talk to your parents, yeah. exactly, and they will be understanding and loving. Yeah, yeah, I think that's all of our thoughts for today. I feel like this podcast is so like meta. Yeah, I'm like, very like eschatological, going all in these different directions. I know we People, start like, go to the, like the YouTube videos and like, oh sweet, she works, and then they're like, whoa, what the heck is this podcast? Well, that's kind of, that's like exactly what I wanted it to be though. Like oh, it's like a pool. You get in on the shallow end, and as the podcast goes on, you're it just gets deeper and deeper pool. to the point where at the end you just shut it off because you're like what the hell are these people saying and you drowned how are you shutting it off in the pool where does this metaphor um, end it perfect <laughs> question it's a perfect way to describe my brain right now it's nine o'clock and i am fried and i've left you in the deep end <laughs> <laughs> so make sure to follow the instagram at a small amount of drama We'll give you our opinion, so send us an email at a small amount of drama at gmail.com. It's in the show notes. I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> and now it's here. You can also contact us via Instagram. What? That was funny. I like that. It's You're passionate. It's in the show notes. Yeah. I always wanted to say that. Make sure you give us a five-star review. Follow us because that really helps. And also leave comments because comments guide us in the direction of what you guys want to hear. Yes. And also, it's fun. I want to hear what people have to hear, say. (laughs) Give us a five-star review. Thank you. Bye.